Hey, everybody. It's been a while. I am sorry. I always intend to come back sooner, but, you know, life gets in the way of things. And uh, I hope you're doing great. I personally am doing a little better today. Uh, I had some some rough nights uh, the the last week or so, at least seven days, I would say, because I had mouse number three in my apartment. Um, for those of you who don't really listen to my podcast all the time because you have a better life and better things to do, obviously, um, I live in a basement in the suburbs or the outback of Bavaria, a very tiny village with a couple of uh, people here, and I live in between them in, in an old building, I'm, I, I have to say, but um, this place has been renovated, I think, 10 years ago, and I've been living here for three years, and for some reason, every year, at least one mouse finds its way in here. I'm not exactly sure how. I did not find the weak spot. I can only assume it's somewhere a crack in the walls um, that end up in the kitchen. And the first one, the first mouse I had was uh, a pain in the neck, but I could at least capture it after a, around two weeks of hunting. And I did not harm the mouse. I could, I could catch it without any, uh, any physical harm to the creature. And I released it two kilometers away from here in, in a spot in the forest where I knew it would not find its way back to me. So good luck out there if you still exist. Probably not. I think a mouse lives like two years or something. Mm. Um, the second one was really riled up and very, um, very not aggressive, but I don't know how to, how to put this. It's like, it's like uh, you have a puppet that runs on batteries and its batteries here from the mouse were on overcharge. It never gave a rest. It was it was running around like crazy, and I just I had no patience for that one. I have to admit that. So I, I used the typical traditional death traps, and it ran right into it, head first, and got killed instantly. So it didn't suffer. Uh, the third one, the last one I had right now, was as you know or probably know from mice, they always are active or more active during the nights. During the day, they do come out sometimes. If they're hungry and look for something, then they go back to bed, and or at least back in their nest. And um, I guess the nest was somewhere behind uh, the, the kitchen facilities or behind the sink somewhere, but I couldn't find any evidence for that. I just know that they hide there for most of the time. I, I found uh, the mouse's toilet, thankfully. That was a horrific smell. <laughs> I was busy all morning cleaning that place up and trying to disinfect it and all that crap. And this mouse here was the most relentless one, most careful one. And it went to all places and took a shit and a piss in the most areas where I like to sit, especially here on my desk where uh, my MacBook is sitting now and my microphone, there was shit everywhere. I had to clean that up. Uh, then there is like uh, a food shelf, of course, where I have like noodles and rice and I can't lock up everything. It's an open shelf. So naturally, mice try to go there, you know, and get some food and steal a noodle or two. And um, that place stunk to high heaven. I still have to clean it a second time because I'm not sure it's really hygiene enough to put my food back in there. 
So that was kind of disappointing. And it took a shit beside my bed. That was the moment when I knew this mouse has to go. This is enough. <laughs> I, I can't live like this. <laughs> and I, I bought some extra traps. I wanted to capture it too. One of these live traps, these tiny cages with a trigger and a trap door. Uh, no chance. It never went inside these traps. Not once. It took a shit actually in front of the trap, protesting to me. And I found that little piece of shit when it was fresh during the day when this mouse was active looking for food. I guess it was a sign of protest, you know, like, you can't catch me, fuck you. And that was really, that was the moment when I, when I thought to myself, you're not getting out of here alive, okay, no chance. So I bought more of these death traps, the traditional ones, in some plastic versions more easier to, uh, to set up with an artificial bait on top of it, a synthetic bait, I, th I think. I'm not sure what it's made of, but it seems to work because um, it ran all across my apartment in, in a circle back to the fireplace and inside the fireplace that was this trap. So eventually I did get it. Um, unfortunately, I could not trap it like alive. I tried that before several days. Like I said, it just completely ignored these traps. And it always managed to uh, to eat all the bait away from the death traps. I don't know how it did that, but it was very good at what it was doing. So eventually, and I, I thought to myself, if, if I can catch you alive, you deserve to be alive. You're smart. You can get out of there. But how? You know, all of my traps, especially the old one with the bucket and the trap door on top of it, didn't work this time. It didn't even show an interest to that. Everything that seemed to be too dangerous or too peculiar, weird, and not trustworthy for the mouse was completely avoided. So, um, unfortunately, it had to die. But I have more peace and quiet now. I can at least sleep at night. Believe me, you don't want to have a house in a one-room apartment. You have no place of shutting off and relaxing because you have this, this thing... You hear the noises in the night. You know exactly where it is. You can hear it on your desk. You can hear it when, it when it's running, crawling with its claws underneath the bed. You always wake up from that when you know you're not alone and it shits and pisses everywhere. That's unnerving beyond belief. I can't do this. So eventually when I'm like fed up and lost too much energy or fatigue from, from, from uh, searching the creature, I do prefer killing it. It's maybe not the most human way to, to react to it, but I have no place to go. You know, there's no, no point of retreat for me. For the mouse, it has several points of retreat, and I had to shut off at least one or two of them to narrow the chances down that I could actually catch the, the little fucker. But that story is over. So that's the update. Okay, I wish you good night. Have fun. Bye-bye. No, <laughs> I... I wasn't going to talk just about the mouse, though, but that was the one thing that kept me from focusing on what was actually important. Now that I have more peace and quiet at home, I can get back to what I am doing. Um, my studies are still going uh, slowly forward, but they're going forward. I want to finish all of this somewhere in, in March. Originally, you know, the the... The final date was somewhere end of February, but I, I don't think I can actually reach that date because 
We're already in uh, the Sunday, the 22nd of January. It's getting kind of close. I might evade or avoid uh, any microphone recording in the future until I might uh, just, you know, either I have time for this and I feel like doing it or not. The reason why I wanted to do this now is because I was um, preparing myself for a vacation in Taiwan. In, in case I haven't told you about that, I am flying at the end of March to, uh, or let's say late mid-March to uh, early April, and then fly back home again. This is the longest vacation I have done in many years, and I'm thankful that I can actually do this and fly with a good airline very conveniently, more luxurious, fortunately, which is not something I do often or ever. This, this is the first time I fly with uh, the Turkish Airlines in business class. This was given to me, or at least promised to me by my father, that he wanted to uh, give something to me after all this time of not being able to see each other physically, only on, you know, like FaceTime or Facebook and WhatsApp video and stuff like that. And... I haven't seen him in over three years, you know, and uh, I was wondering, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, I was wondering if it would be easier to find someone to talk to, because I personally don't know anybody aside from my family members or half family members, half siblings in Taiwan, aside from my dad, I have no contact down there to friends, I have no friends, so... We were thinking, at least my, my dad was thinking, that maybe during my stay in Taiwan, we could order, uh, we could book a ticket to the Philippines, to Anglis City, to see some old friends of his. And I, I'm not sure if I should do that again. I've been in Anglis City, I think, three times. And it is a nice place, and you can meet lots of interesting girls or women there, that's for sure. It's, it's like the dating monopoly of the Philippines as far as I know. But um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that. So I asked myself, you know, maybe how, how high could the chance be that you can meet someone realistically for a normal date? I'm not talking about sex or stuff like that. that that's an option that might occur if the person likes me and I do like her when, when we actually meet the first time around. But I was wondering if it's possible to save time to meet someone online, someone realistic and decent, to set up a meeting or a date for a coffee or some food somewhere uh, in the area of, of Angola City, because I never wanted to go to Manila directly, as, a, as an example. So I started looking at dating sites again. Now, I want to point out one thing. I wasn't sure if this is going to work. I'm still not sure if this is going to work. But I wanted to have a comparison between what I'm used to from the European or German dating app standard, the way that you communicate, the way you reach people, and how decent folks actually can be in, com in comparison, like I said, to, you know, uh, Europe. I'm, I had mostly the most negative experiences doing online stuff in Germany because, I, like I stated before, most people are extreme hypocrites. 
and they just go online to uh, to to kill the time in the end to get attention. You know, they they most German women online they love attention. They want to see what their market worth is, their value, if they can still be attractive to younger men, if they can still be attractive at all. You know that kind of stuff. And most of them are not looking for anyone seriously. And if they are, they have their expectation bar way, way up there. And we have talked about that stuff before. It's very, very unrealistic. Uh, they don't know what they're talking about. Most women don't even know what they want. It's very, very tough in Germany. If you have different opinions on this, feel free to express them. My experience shows me that I'm right. Um, many men in Germany are disappointed from uh, the the behavior of women, from their uh, unrealistic expectations, their materialistic behavior or wishes. Uh, always this debate about money and security and status is making people sick, mostly men sick. So they go their own way. I go my own way. But I wanted to see if things have been uh, like developing in the same direction if I go on Asian dating sites. If I can find similarities that are just as destructive and uh, unsocial almost, okay? Anti-social behavior, just like here in Germany. So I registered to, uh, to three different sites. Um, one was called Date in Asia dot com for android devices so i downloaded that app and i instantly got contacted by so many different individuals and that's where i have to draw the line and be careful that is unrealistic you don't just get contacted by by uh, all women like i'm talking like like 20 30 contacts in a matter of like two hours or one hour and some of them seem to be real or had at least, you know, um, uh, a serious wish to meet someone. They had sincere uh, ambition and, and motivation to do that, while others were just scammers. And they instantly send you their phone number for WhatsApp, which I did a couple of times. And it doesn't take long until they either become uh, superficially clingy to you and say all this this nonsense that is, of course, hypocrisy beyond belief, and then beg for money. So always, always, always be careful where you go. Scammers are everywhere. They're the lowest of the low in society, in my opinion. Uh, they should just look for a decent profession or anything that makes them happy, but not fooling other people or pulling money out of their pockets, letting them believe that they actually care, you know. Um playing with someone's emotions is never fun especially in, in a case like that it's so super obvious that uh, they're just they're just assholes and i'm not even sure who's behind it if it's really a woman or a man you never know and um i don't remember the other app's name i don't want to look it up it, it's um it whatever it is it it's one of the top um results if you search for it for uh, Asian dating or Filipino dating and stuff like that, or Taiwan. Um, you, it, it says membership is free, of course, and then you register and then you get almost forced to give in your, to type in your credit card information <laughs> to start a membership fee, which is quite expensive. And in my case, uh, I could have paid for uh, maybe half a year and pay like 20 or 30 bucks a month or, you know, for a, 
for a whole year, 16 uh, a month for a service like that. No fucking way. I'm never going to pay that. Are you crazy? Especially, I don't even know what they do with this information. I'm not going to type in my credit card number and just, you know, uh, naively believe that they're doing it professionally. Forget it. These applications are not worth your time. Um, they have enough scammers there as it is with lots and lots of fake accounts. And it's not worth it. Then I visited a website that is also called uh, DaytonAsia.com. It's... Um, I'm not sure why this is the same or not the same. Visually, it's different. It has a different layout, different graphics and logo, but it has the same name like the Android app. The website is, however, completely free. You don't have to pay anything here, which is remarkable. And you have scammers here, of course, too. From my experience, the way I see this website, it seems like most people have actual uh, serious uh, wishes to... To, to find their partner, to find someone to love and care for. Uh, most of the Filipino women seem to be extremely fam family-oriented, family-based. They want to have family. They never want to be alone. Very re religious. 80%, I was told here by some ladies, of Filipinos are Christian. So in case that is something for you, you might want to check that out. I personally, like you know, I'm atheist through and through. Uh, no, that's not for me. I had this discussion here on this side before. Um, the reason why I also did this is because I wanted to find something that distracts me from the noise at night from the mouse when I wasn't able to catch it. So I wanted to, to let my mind wander off and see, like I said, if you can actually realistically meet someone or at least get in contact with them. And... I am on the site right now. I will not tell you what my profile is so you can actually see what I look like. I'm not going to tell you that. But um, you don't need to. There's, there's nothing to see, really. But these women here, uh, you can filter uh, also cities. You can filter, of course, uh, different nations and states and stuff like that. Um, the age can be interesting if you want. You can go all the way down to 18, if that's your thing, you can go up to 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever, and find the woman of your choosing. And from the ones I've been talking to, and have been quite a lot, actually, they seem to be uh, real. They have, um, they don't seem to be fake. And I talked to a few of them. There was one who tried to beg for money, that's true, there was one fake account, I immediately reported them and said, look, this is not good, uh, off you go, blocked them on WhatsApp and all that, all that stuff, reported them on WhatsApp, but scammers are here heavily in, in the business. Um, to my luck, at least from my experience so far, I talked to some women from Taiwan and from uh, different areas of the Philippines, they want to have contact to you almost directly after you exchange a couple of sentences. If you're polite to them and talk to them and show interest in their lives and want to know who that person actually is, they give you their phone number for mostly WhatsApp or a different messenger like, you know, Facebook and stuff like that. The reason for that is they are, the women here get scammed just the same. They are very desperate in many respects and they are really, really looking forward to, to find 
the love of their life because they're disappointed from the Filipino men. Now, in comparison to Germany here, uh, I have to say there is a good 50-50 percentage of disappointment between men and women. We have lots of assholes here on the male side just doing whatever it is they want to do and abuse women or at least use them for their own advantage or amusement and sexual pleasure and then let them go even though they have promised them, you know, the world and all that stuff. They, they know how to play this game. They're just playboys and want to have, have fun. Uh, women, on the other hand, do the same nowadays, but in a different style. You know, they just become way more arrogant and sophisticated uh, w- with the way they present themselves, um, claiming that they're like the best of the best. And if you have that kind of attitude, fuck off. It's not worth anyone's time. The Filipino women mostly here don't behave like that. And I have talked to a few of them uh, uh, live with, uh, you know, webcam, like uh, uh, WhatsApp calls and stuff like that. And they are real. They're like just uh, next door neighbors almost, you know. And they tell you in detail very often how their life is like and why they're so disappointed in, in the Filipino men that they really want to be cared for and stuff like that. And some of their stories actually do break your heart. Like they, one of, if many of them have been betrayed. They have kids and they don't know what to do. They were naive enough to get pregnant and believe all these lies that the men tell them. They have been beaten also. You know, domestic violence is huge. And I'm not saying that everyone does it in the Philippines, but I do say that it has happened more than enough. And it's, it's a problem. In, in Asia, overall, that is a problem. Many, many women are getting beaten by their boyfriends or husbands. That has been reported even in Singapore. It has been reported in Japan, in all sorts of Asian countries, really, where men believe that the women should be treated this way for whatever reason. Of course, that's wrong. Uh, there is no debate. A beating woman is never a good idea, nor is it productive or even... There is no reasonable action why you should do that unless you have to defend yourself because she's standing in the kitchen with a knife. Then we might negotiate if violence is necessary. But aside from that, you know, if there is no murderous ambition behind it or a motive, then, you know, if you don't get along, then you don't get along. Maybe you should look for someone else. You don't have to beat the crap out of a woman. Right? So that's not really, that's not classy, dude. That's <laughs> just do something else with your life. And, um, well, while I'm browsing here through these profiles, I could, of course, show you uh, some individuals here, but I am, because of, you know, privacy and, and data and, and copyright and stuff, I think all imaginable reasons why you should not do this, I'm not going to post any of of these faces of the individuals. But I can tell you, though, that if you're looking forward to meet someone, either for pleasure or for serious dating dating reasons, and you're looking for a partner, you're looking abroad and you want to have a Filipino woman or at least are interested in one, you should try this app. It's really good. Um, it has all the, all the, the, the information that you need in a very uh, convenient way. Um, not very innovative in its 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 build up, but the overview is just fine. It's not like a huge mess graphically. You can search very well and precisely narrow down your search uh, 
to a specific category, if you will, just to filter out a couple of people. Um, they're, most women here are extremely friendly. And like I said, I've talked to them live. They, they do exist. At least most of them seem to. And um, it's a quite different experience. They, they really are open and looking forward to getting a man. I'm not sure how far you can trust them with everything. If you really look forward to actually go there and look for love, you should take time. You know, and just look in detail and with uh, a couple of weeks or months to filter out the people who are decent enough to fit you, your personality, and what you expect from a woman or what she expects from you. The chemistry has to be right to some degree. I think we can agree on that before you jump into an airplane to a completely different country and look for the love of your life, right? Um for me personally, I'm not doing that. I'm, I, I am open enough to all of these women to admit to them, I have been single for four, uh, four years now, and I'm not changing it. I'm not looking for a relationship and not a long-distance relationship as well. And they all accept that. And that's important to mention this. You should be honest to them because, bef- look, we're talking about women here who have... Um, of various ages, between 80 and, and uh, 18 and 40, I've been talking. Um, they had the worst experience, most of them, in their lives. You have many transsexual uh, here as well. You have gays. Um, you have everyone, really. And they tell you if, if they're open enough and show an interest in you and you show an interest in them, they will tell you even live and talking to openly why it's difficult for them, why they made this choice, why they want to step away from Filipino men and why they are desperately searching for a foreigner to live a more peaceful life. It's not just, you know, for many of them, it's about money as well. Let's not kid ourselves. Philippines is not exactly the richest country in the world and many women have trouble surviving there. Men just the same, but many men don't care or are lazy and don't do anything to improve their lives. They just gamble, they play, they betray, they, they whore around. They show no signs of responsibility. And it's no wonder that many women there are very disappointed. And their behavior and their wishes, their way of living is much, much more traditional than what we understand here in Germany from uh, the modern point of view of a woman. And that's it's like a culture clash where two worlds collide and we have never seen stuff like this before. <laughs> so um, I do want to say that my experience so far here, at least from the point of just talking to them, has been more positive than anything I have touched in Germany ever in my whole freaking life. And I have spent too much time online less time in the real world. But even if I meet people in the real world, you can differentiate between honest and um, decent appearance where people really are authentic to you in their way of talking, in their behavior, and not acting around like they want to be cool, acting like they're too sophisticated, or just try to be friendly to get rid of you, right? This is something that I haven't experienced thus far in front of a camera here while I'm talking to these people. And I haven't experienced this behavior while being there myself. And I have talked to a couple of ladies there. Um, I had some romances there as well. But 
the reason, again, why I do this is because I want to save time to get to know someone, organize maybe a date, if possible, uh, and that's it. You know, I'm not forcing anything. I'm, I'm, I'm always open and tell them, look, I'm just there for vacation. I'd like to meet people, someone I like, maybe some spend some time with them. If they're down with that, it's fine. They don't have to. They can go back home. They don't have to meet me. Either way, it's not that important. It's an option for me to do something with my vacation, aside from watching my dad go berserk in the mountains with a gun on, in his hand. And believe me, he does that. And that's a completely different story, at least not for today in this podcast. Well, where was I? Um, yeah, about the, about the idea of traveling to, to the Philippines. It's not set in stone. My flight to Taiwan is real. And I hope that it stays possible without any kind of, you know, uh, escalation of war and threats towards uh, Taiwan itself. Um, then, of course, there's the, the option that COVID might get worse because lockdown has been lifted from Taiwan some time ago. And evil, even the travel ban has been lifted. So that's one of the reasons why I can actually go there. Then there is... Uh, there is an option that COVID might get worse because of the current situation in China. If that can get somehow under control, which is not the case right now, but I think that the government is just letting go from the whole uh, procedure of, of locking or forcing people into some kind of corner. And it doesn't seem to work anyway. So I, I think they just let go from the whole uh, from the whole facade of being this, this uh, impenetrable, uh, indestructible uh, force of 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 power that the chi- that China likes to be or portray, they just gave up on this this whole <laughs> anti-COVID uh, policy. But the situation is still this: we haven't booked anything for Philippines because we wanted to do this spontaneous. Because, like I said, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to go down there again facing another lockdown and then, you know, rebooking everything, fleeing the country, or even worse, fleeing Taiwan, which is something that I, I don't want to do. I, I wanted to use these three weeks completely and wisely to get as much time with my dad as possible because, you know, he has been sick. I told you about that. He had surgery. He's been doing well so far. He's been back on his feet. He's He's having... Uh, a tremendous amount of strength back, I suppose, from what I hear anyway. He's still working. He's still working in uh, in his resort in the mountains and obviously shooting around. I don't know why exactly. I think he's been dealing with wild animals, trying to steal his chickens, so he goes berserk. And I'm going to check that out, though, and what, what that is all about. I'd like to see the resort and stay there for a couple of nights and just enjoy uh, nature as it is, the forests. Uh, there's jungle out there. It's not just a forest. It's a jungle. It's really fucking tight. You would not go there without protection. I mean, not out in the woods. And as long as he can maintain his peace and quiet up there, I guess my dad is happy. So um, everything else when it comes to dating uh, or meeting someone in the Philippines, what I can tell you is, uh, from experience through other people and their experiences that they had from not only falling in love there and dating someone for real and taking them with them is a gigantic step. Uh, first of all, 
Filipinos are very strong bonded in family-wise. That means if you take a woman away from them and take her to America, to Germany, to Switzerland, Sweden, wherever, um, you might encounter difficulties uh, with her adapting to the new situation. That can happen. Uh, it's no wonder, really. They do love their own country. It's just that they want to get back to their family at some point or at least um, s- uh, support them financially and all that kind of stuff. And I've also heard many times that many uh, Asian women overall do not feel at home in Europe at all. Some love it here. Others, they just get kind of homesick or depressed and they cannot adapt. They don't like uh, the the weather conditions here. They don't like the cold winters the rainy days that we have here in, in Germany. It's a completely different thing compared to the Philippines. They have right now like 25, 26 degrees when it's raining. For them, it's cold. You know, for us, it's like a joke. You know, it's, it's you want to see cold, get down here. You're, you're going to see cold. So it's, there's a difference, right? And it's like a culture shock all over again for them. Not only, they, you know, they, I understand their necessity for meeting someone outside of, of Philippines, we talked about that. It's perfectly understandable. But um, I think they have a very naive look on the world if they can actually adapt to a completely different situation. The other way around, however, is that many men like to move to Philippines to restart their life and let the old life behind them. Never never turning back, never going back home, never going back to America, Germany, wherever. You know, just, just completely drop the old life and old existence and restart with a new family, sort of new wife, new new life in the Philippines. Oh yeah, and that's also a thing. They all believe in marriage due to the heavy belief in Christianity. Now, I don't believe in that stuff at all. And I think most of you listening to me, you don't believe in this stuff at all, do you? Otherwise, you would have, you know, sent me a message and say, look, um, shut the fuck up about religion. But um, that's something you should take into consideration. They really believe heavily. They're very God-fearing. So if you marry a Filipino, um, you better be sure that you're on the safe side here because I don't want to have a God-fearing person as a wife. I mean, I'm never going to get married, and I tell them that. I'm not here for marriage. I'm not looking for a serious relationship. I'm looking to meet interesting people um, and maybe if something happens, it's fine, but they, they should know beforehand. Everything else is just unrealistic for me personally, at least still up to this point, until maybe, just maybe, you start feeling something or there's a spark in the air and you, you want to have that. Then we're talking about a completely different uh, scenario. But um, I doubt that will happen. <laughs> I really do. Um, however, uh, my final statement is, because I'd like to end this podcast and get something to eat. If you are looking for a decent woman who is really, you know, just with traditional values perhaps, or just a woman that behaves decently and is trustworthy with a not only a relationship, but trustworthy for future family business and planning, then it might be worth looking around in the Philippines. Just know exactly what it is that you're getting yourself into. The culture, 
the background, how she was brought up, the religious aspect of many, and so forth. And then the possibility that if you do want to get married, you know, try it out before. You know, take, take her with you in your country, as an example, and show her how this life looks like. Let her experience this, this cultural difference, and then she can still make up her mind if this is really something that she can be uh, used to and can adapt to the new environment with completely different kind of society, uh, cultural differences, uh, the law system, and so forth. You know, language, of course. The language barrier is huge for many uh, foreigners anyway, especially here in Germany. Most people complain that German language has no logic. <laughs> is very difficult to learn um in parts they are right that is that is true we have a logic here in 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 the german language that still eludes me to this day but i still use it the the truth is i don't even know why why i use it or why we should but try to explain that to someone right german language is a is a mystery to many never mind it's not important Anyway, uh, that's it for today. If you're interested in checking this website out, I would, I would advise you to just give it a give it a go, give it a chance. Maybe you will find something interesting there or someone interesting to talk to. Um, they're very forthcoming. They're very open, and always be polite. Don't be rude. Send don't send them pics they don't want to see. Just be be a nice dude. Go to dateinasia.com. Look around. And I wish you guys all the best. Stay happy, stay positive, stay healthy. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.